This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it is Adrian Chenault, and it's the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And what a show we've got. This guy's one of my idols. You don't know that. He's kind of a big deal. He's a cool guy. He's such a classy guy, and he's done it. I mean, he's done everything I dreamed of doing in my network marketing career, in my business career. He's done it. It's just unbelievable. So his name's Ian Pruckner. I love him, but you introduce him. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I uh, I was like starstruck by Ian instantly. That do when we talk about Clubhouse, it feels like this alternative reality. I know yeah, it was like this this time way back when when we all just talked for hours <laughs> without <laughs> seeing anybody. It was that that was a <laughs> weird and, and wonderful time of life. But I, I first got to to hear and meet Ian virtually on clubhouse a million years ago it feels like yeah uh but i was instantly struck by this man and just number one his devotion to his family number two his major entrepreneurial chops and the fact that he hasn't just done it in one arena that he's done it across a lot of things while you know, sticking and staying true to his values. And so, Ian, uh, I've been looking forward to this conversation very much. Welcome to the Legacy Leadership Show. Well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. And I feel the same about both of you. I mean, what, what you guys have done is really nothing short of spectacular. So I, I feel like I'm here, like, you know, being mentored by a couple of legends. So thank you so much for your time. Well, that's not easy for, I mean, that's pretty easy for you to say that about me because I'm a hundred, but that's hard to say about a 12 year old. You know, Adrian, man, I'm telling you what, this kid popped in the game, duck around. Yeah. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I really wanted him critic. I mean, I've been trying to get you on this show for a very, very long time because you were the kind of a role model mentor. That, you know, I didn't want Adrian to be like me when he grew up. I wanted him to be a lot more like you, believe it or not. He's got the same kind of values that I feel you do. And you guys are going to do great things on this planet. Great things for a lot of professions and incredible things for people that are scared to death to become entrepreneurs because of the fear of failure and instead of the thrill of failure, which we're going to get to. So that's yeah. pretty cool, right? It, it is indeed. So Ian, you know, I, I would love just for you to introduce yourself a little bit to our audience. I, I think a lot of people haven't gotten a chance to get to know you yet. And so I, I, I want to start at the beginning a little bit. Why don't you share a little bit of your journey of how you came to be an entrepreneur? Sure. So um, my name's Ian. Thanks for having me. And uh, I am a serial entrepreneur and a recovering uh, introvert. (laughs) So so two things that don't necessarily always go together, but here I am. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a little town called Royal Oak, Michigan, really blue collar place. It's subsequently gotten a little trendy, but I grew up there. I'm uh, the son of an immigrant. My dad immigrated here from the Czech Republic in the seventies. And he just up and left one night at 16 years old, his family up and left their home when Russian tanks rolled into their town. They were getting ready to annex the Czech Republic. 
And they couldn't tell anybody they were leaving because you didn't know who was working for the Russians, right? Your aunt or uncle, you tell them, hey, we're going to leave. And all of a sudden, you know, you just you get disappeared, like sometimes happens with our politicians today. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, they picked up and left and they went to Vienna, Austria on a train. They packed up their whole house in a suitcase to three hundred dollars and just left, disappeared, got political asylum in the United States. And my dad came here, learned the language, didn't know anybody and has worked midnights as a pastry chef almost his entire life uh, to give my sister and I an opportunity at the American dream. And uh, so I grew up really middle class. My uh, parents are unbelievable people. They are still married, still very much in love, still live in the same 900 square foot house I grew up in. Just wonderful people. Taught me a lot about life, a lot about trying to live as a good person. Didn't know a lot about making money or business. Um, But, you know, we had a really great upbringing. So I was always sort of um, uh, resourceful. I always sort of knew what I wanted, even as a little kid. Like I was really into music. I ended up becoming a professional musician for a little while. And like I'd have a guitar I wanted at 15. It was a thousand dollars. And I'm figuring out how do I get a thousand bucks? Well, I could I could mow lawns. I could do landscaping. I could paint people's houses. I could I just I was always pretty clear on what I wanted. And then I was resourceful in the way to figure out how to get what I wanted. Right. And so I ended up taking a job at a church as a worship director. And for any of you who know musicians, if you know people who play music and who can make money playing music, we're like the happiest people on earth, right? We're like, you know, getting paid to do what we love. And that was my, my uh, jam. I just had one problem. Her name was Jessica. I got married to her and she did not love the lifestyle of a professional musician, especially a very lowly paid professional. (laughs) And so I ended up working for a church, uh, uh, being a worship director and to make, uh, to make more money, you you decided to go to work for a church. Correct. It was sort of an oxymoron, right? So, so I, kept, wow. I kept the band and I kept teaching the music lessons. So yeah. My church was the, actually the third job, right? Okay. But it was a really wealthy church in a really affluent area in Michigan. Like it was on what they called Million Dollar Mile, which is where all the new money was. So like a lot of the Pistons and the Lions, they all had these big mansions. So I was surrounded by a lot of wealth, but I was very poor. Right. And so I was working at the church. I was teaching music lessons. I was playing in bands and I was singing at weddings and funerals. And between all four of those things, I was making about 40 grand. I was making about 30 at the church and, um, and I needed to be making more than that. And so they hired me in. They said, Hey, in a year, we'll give you a big pay raise. About six months in, I got called into my boss's office. And I thought for sure he'd seen all of the extra weight that I was going like, like Adrian, literally my wife and I, we spent our first anniversary as a pirate and a princess in a kid's vacation Bible school play. We didn't even go out to dinner. We were there for 13 hours that day. I mean, it was crazy. Like we just did anything and everything we were asked. And so I was certain they'd seen all the work and all the extras that I was doing and that we were getting that pay raise early. So my wife worked for the church. She was like the admin. I worked for the church. I got called into Stephen's office. He was my boss. Okay. And, uh, and I'm like walking by giving her the double thumbs up. Like we're going to Chili's tonight, baby. I'm about to get that raise. It's going to be amazing. Two for 20. Let's go. Right. (laughs) And I walked into Steven's office. I don't know if any of you have ever walked into a meeting where, where it's not going to go so well, but like you can feel like, you can like like, cut, cut the atmosphere. Right. And I walked in and it was like twilight. So I was like, Hmm, I'm the only one sitting in here. It don't feel right. And he drops a bomb on me. He says, Ian, I'm super sorry to tell you this. Uh, I know we're supposed to be giving you this big raise here at the end of the year, but the church is actually not doing well. We're behind on our bond payments. I wanted to bring you in and personally let you know 
that we're cutting everybody's pay at the church by 10% today. And we're not sure if and when we're going to be able to make that up. And so I didn't just work for the church. My wife worked there too. And so we were on thin ice financially. And in that moment, we fell through the ice. And it wasn't a lot. It's 10% pay cut on 30 grand, which is three grand, $250 a month. But I was going to be $250 a month negative. I was already working three other jobs, right? So I, I was scared. I was a little upset. I felt betrayed, honestly. And I'm like, this sucks, right? I'm 21 years old. I'm newly married. I'm working my life away for not enough. And now I have even less than that. And I don't know what I'm going to do. So my radar went up for how do I make $250 a month? So Tom, my best idea was I was going to be a, a night manager at Rite Aid. You guys have Rite Aids where you are? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Cool, right? And so I was going to work three midnights a week for $14.55 an hour. And after taxes and all of that came out, that would be my $250. I was just about to start doing that. And my boss, Stephen, comes back to me one day at the church. He said, hey, are you still trying to make extra money? And I'm like, Stephen, you see what you pay me here, right? <laughs> that is the dumbest thing anybody has ever asked me. Of course, I'm looking to make extra money. I'm basically poor here, right? And he says something that changes my life. He says, there's this guy that goes to the church. He does this thing. So he called it. He does this thing. And, you know, he's going to, you know, he'll talk to you and you can do it part time and probably be good. So I figured, you know, what on earth do I have to lose here? I couldn't possibly make any less than I'm making here. I'll go check it out. So he gives me this guy's phone number. I call him up. I said, hey, man, I'm Ian. I, I don't know you, but you know me. You see me on stage every Sunday. Steven said you might have a, an opportunity for me. He said, yeah, I do. I said, when can we talk about it? He says, how about in an hour? I'm like, okay. He says, just come by the house. It was a Wednesday afternoon in August of 2006. He gives me his address. I pull up to his house. No joke, guys. Adrian, he's got this castle on the lake, right? <laughs> and I'm pulling up to this guy's house. And I'm like, if this guy not selling drugs to kids, I'm in. I don't even care what it is, right? <laughs> it just doesn't matter. I was smart enough. See, most broke people are mad at rich people. I was smart enough to know that this guy knew something about making money that I didn't. And I'd be a fool not to at least learn from him. And so he showed me what he was doing is in the financial services space. I knew nothing about money other than I didn't have any. Right. I didn't have investments. I have debt. I didn't have insurances. I didn't know anything about any of this stuff. I never sold anything before in my life. And he's like, look, if you're willing to start, I'll train you and I'll mentor you and you could make reasonable money here part time. So I joined to make $250 a month. That was my goal. Right. And it was a couple of hundred bucks to get the licensing that I didn't have. I put it on a credit card. I called my wife from his house at the church. I called her on the church line because I knew she was at the church. She wouldn't be able to go crazy on me. Right. When I told her I just spent all this money that we didn't have. So I called her. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this thing with this guy from the church. Like, oh, that's great. And I said, by the way, it's a few hundred dollars. I put it on the credit card. She's like, no, please tell me you didn't put it. Please tell me you didn't. I need you to make money, not spend money. I'm like, listen, I promise you I'll make it back. She was so upset, Tom. She was so, she was livid. She was so upset. And I'm like, but I knew, I'm like, if half of what this guy is saying to me is true, I've got to be smart enough to make $250 a month doing this. And so I started my first month with the license, I made $1,000 part-time, and I was rich. It was life-changing to me. Like, literally, it was like my problem had gone away, and I had that money to go to Applebee's, right? I'm like, woo, let's go, baby, right? (laughs) And I made about $1,000 a month part-time my first four months. And to me, 
I was happy. I had no desire to ever run that business full time. None of that. Right. And, uh, and man, listen, it's like another couple of things happened at the church. I ended up deciding maybe I'll give this thing a go. And, uh, six months later, I was making $10,000 a month in that business, which was six times what I was bringing home from the church. And I decided I'm going to go do this full time. And so we jumped in there. We jumped in there. That is Talk about, like, you just hang on every word. Well, you know what? He said one word that I loved about five times. I think I know what it is. What? Adrian. No, Tom. Oh. <laughs> you are very good at weaving our name in. You know, and I go, did he just say my name? It was so cool. And I, go, I grabbed Adrian. I go, man, we got to do more of that, man. He just yeah. He's just very good at it. And the second that he says your name, that is kind of code for pay attention, Tom. So that's even better. So everybody, you got to pay attention if I'm calling on you, right? Yeah, and a half. We're on the Genesis Communication Network. What time are we out of here? Uh, 35. Okay, so here's the deal, everybody. Say a prayer for Ted Anderson. The guy's had us on the air for 12 years on 545 radio stations. It is the Legacy Leadership Show. We've got Ian Pruckner, and he is magic. Stick around. We'll be right back. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. 
Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. We're back. Welcome back to the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chanel and Tom Chanel. We are talking to Ian Pruckner, who is an incredible entrepreneur and I dare I say an even better storyteller. And it's been an awesome conversation already, just hearing his journey into entrepreneurship. And so before the break, we were talking, you know, struggling musician, church pastor, doing all the things on the side. You finally meet this mentor, you catch a vision you do the thing and you're making a little bit of money that feels like a million dollars to you at that time. And how, how did it go from what felt like a lot of money to what is objectively a lot of money? Cause you have really done it. So, so Adrian, I always tell people, I I started in that business to make $250 a month and it just got a little out of hand over the next (laughs) 15 years, just got a little carried away. Right. So, so, um, my ninth month there, I made like $10,000 that month. It was my last month part-time and I decided I was going to go full-time, open my first location. So I did that. I opened a location and, uh, and then over the next 15 years, we ended up with 48 locations and about 1400 licensed people that work with us. And so we ended up creating a a large recurring seven figure plus annual income from that and really living the dream. And it was amazing. I loved every piece of it, every single minute of it. What I loved most was the ability to give somebody like me who was struggling without direction, but a big heart and a big dream, an avenue, a mechanism by which to grow into the person that they could become. And I just absolutely loved that. But it actually, um, what, what ended up happening was so interesting because we got so automated and the business got so built that it actually didn't need me anymore. It was almost like no matter what I did, the thing just kind of kept growing. And I'm a creator. I like building things and building people and tinkering with stuff and, and ideas. And so I started, uh, I started writing. I actually ended up writing a book that did reasonably well. And then I you know, recorded a course on it. And then I recorded some more courses because people were always calling me like, bro, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? How do you get these guys? How are you so efficient there? So I started creating all of that. 
And I found that I really loved teaching and training more than almost anything. So I started creating some of those things and we started investing into real estate and other businesses. And, and then I ended up having a couple of buddies come to me one day and say, Hey, we started this thing. We'd like your help consulting with it. So I started with that. They ended up giving me some equity and that business took off and went gangbusters. And so we ended up building um, at this point now, like three different seven figure plus annual income streams in three different verticals and three different businesses. This year, knock on wood, we'll have our fourth um, that's generating over that in net income uh, in a fourth vertical, right? And so what I found was the principles of growing as an individual and growing as a leader and the habits and the mindsets that I needed to create in one venture were actually the same things that I needed in these other ventures. The how-tos were different, but the what-tos were the same. And so it just sort of, uh, it sort of grew like that. And so today I spend a lot of my time coaching and training and consulting and then operating and running our other entities. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a a lot of work. Every day I learn something new. I realize again, how much of a turtle on a fence post I am. I didn't get there by myself, surrounded by great people and great mentors like you guys and so many other great leaders that have spoken into our life. But that's sort of our story. And it, it, it really just, I never imagined in a million years that, I would ever have the success that we've had. I, I just couldn't really fathom it, but here we are. And the people that we've helped be able to be just as successful and some of them even more successful than we have been has been really the key and the, the big gift in all of it. So would you say that your biggest asset is your brilliance, your unbelievable good looks? <laughs> no, it's all about the people that you were smart enough to surround yourself with. You learned from them. And then you found people and you taught them and you have taken over the world because of the people you surrounded yourself with. I am positive of that. And you give everybody, you give all the credit to God, to those other mentors and people like that. You haven't talked about yourself. You're talking about everything but you, which puts light on you big time. Is that true? Yeah, I think one of my, one of my greatest strengths is my openness Yeah, to understand I don't know it all. I'm never going to know it all. And there are always people who are better than I am at something and that I don't need to compete with them. I need to work with them. I need to serve those people. I need to learn from them and study them and, and invest in them and bring value to them. And when I do that, I get from them the things I need for the next level of my life. I get from them the things that they have learned and, and had hard fought over decades, many of these people. And I can learn it very quickly because of my proximity to them and my willingness to invest into them and to, to you know, drive into them versus seeing what I can get or how they can help me, right? That's probably my greatest strength is just some level of humility. Like, I'm not the guy. I'm probably never going to be the guy. I'm just here to learn and then act on what I learned in a big way. I feel that. And I think there's a, a, a big lesson there, and, and we're going to get a little, we're going to drill one level deeper in this next segment because we're going to have to take a break here in just a second. But that doesn't happen by accident. And those principles, while they sound simple, think how addicted you are to being right. So we're going to learn more about that mindset on the other side of the break. Stick around. Hello, it's Tom Chenault from The Tom Chenault Show. We are experts in home-based business and residual income. We show people how to make money from their home, either part-time or full-time. And in partnership with Genesis Communication Network, we've organized a team to fight back about people not having money, time, or health. 
and we need your help. What we want you to do is if you've got an interest in building an organization to fight back against people taking our money, taking our time, and taking our health, we want to talk to you. All you need to do is call this number, 855-308-8326, and ask for Mike Hayes. Again, all you want to do is call Mike Hayes at 855-308-8326. You can make a tremendous amount of money and end up fighting for a great cause. Please call us right now. update. I think this was a crime of opportunity. He did not know her at all. New information from University of Georgia Police Chief Jeff Clark about the suspect accused of killing a University of Georgia nursing student who was out for a jog near the campus in the town of Athens. The investigation suggests that they had no relationship. Records show the 26-year-old man, an illegal alien from Venezuela who crossed into our country back in 2022. Chief Clark saying the man faces a long list of charges. This, by the way, the first murder on the UGA campus in 20 years. Classes canceled until Monday. In other news, polls are open in South Carolina. Voters casting ballots in the Republican primary. Former President Trump has been campaigning in the Palmetto State, along with former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. 
Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. And we're back. It's Tom Chanel. This is Adrian Chanel. It is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. And something happened. This is so hysterical. Um, a friend of mine... Great guy, master's degree, played college football, movie star looking guy, just lost his job. So he's been trying to find another job. In the last week, he's applied for 50 jobs on LinkedIn. He's gotten 22 straight rejections. He hasn't got a glimmer of a shot at a job. And there was an article saying, man alive, it is absolutely a war zone out there. So then I read another article, which was just hysterical. And that's about everybody lying on their resume. So you guys all know I went to Harvard. I got my master's degree from MIT. And then I went out and played a little in the NBA. And then I played a little Major League Baseball. And then I decided to get, because I was doing so well in corporate America, I decided to get into network marketing, which is all a lie. And that's what my resume says. You know, and everybody goes, these kids, everybody lies on there and the bosses are all mad. Well, somebody wrote a great, compelling article saying we get to lie because all they do is lie to us. Uh-huh. <laughs> the tell us this job's going to be great. We sign on the dotted line and we're part. I mean, it's unbelievable. And that's the war that is going on out there. And then you run into a savior of LinkedIn and all those poor people. I'm going to put this interview up there and tell those poor guys that are so bright that a guy that is as bright as they are, as driven as they are, can go out and do it himself away from all that noise and build a great life. And that's what Ian has done. And he gives hope to all of you really, really tightly wound entrepreneurs. Because <laughs> No, true story. Because there, it isn't, that's job security is not what it's cracked up to be. It's a trap. And Ian has broken that and in a big way. And I want you guys to pay attention to him. So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, we got to go to another. No, we don't. <laughs> That's another break. <laughs> so, Ian, you, you said something, and, and we actually, I'm going I'm to throw it back out there. You, you said something really interesting that I, I think speaks to one of the lessons you learned along the way. And I'm curious if there's a connection here. So you, you said you got connected to this mentor and you said most broke people are mad at rich people, which is a hundred percent true. Right. And, and we, and there's a lot of programming and others, you know, movies. It's by design. It's by design. Yeah. The rich guy's always the bad guy and all this sort of stuff. So I'm curious though, 
somehow you avoided that or overcame it. And I, I, I was wondering, you talked about that you were a pastor on this millionaire's row with the Pistons and all these guys. Did you kind of get over that sort of contempt of, I just don't know it from actually having been around those people. Did that come to you some other way? How'd that happen for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I grew up blue collar, right. Okay. But my, my dad escaped communism. That's what he did. He risked his life to escape from an oppressive mentality that success is bad and that the government needs to take care of everybody because you can't take care of yourself. And you need to do what we tell you. And, and so I was raised to respect people that had accomplished things because that's why he came here so that he might have a chance to accomplish something. Or if not him, maybe his kids could. Yeah. He didn't, they didn't have that chance there. Like your fate was decided for you by some bureaucrat who was never going to do the same thing for them that they made you do. And so I was raised to respect that and honor it. When I was around it all the time, here's what I found. Most, not all, but most wealthy people that I met were incredibly generous, incredibly kind, good-hearted people who were making a difference in their life, in their community, in their church. These people did not become rich in the United States by stealing it. They became rich because they served other people. And those people said, I would rather have your service, your product, your knowledge, your time, your attention, than my money. Can we trade? Yeah. Yeah. In America, unless you're stealing the money, you're earning it. And you're earning it by producing something of greater value than the money you receive. And so the more of it you have, the more people you serve. And I saw that firsthand. I saw it in bank presidents. I saw it in entrepreneurs. I saw it in small business owners. I saw it in executives. These people were good people for the most part. I mean, listen, everybody's got challenges, right? Money doesn't change you. Money exposes you. It makes you more what you already are. And so what I found is these people got to where they were by being really good, honest, genuine people for the most part. And so I saw that and I respected people who were wealthy as knowing something I didn't know. And so so I was just very open to that. I was open to that. I didn't think like a lot of people think like, oh, gosh, if I get money, I'm going to change. Like if money doesn't change you, it just doesn't. It exposes you, like I said. Right. And so. I wasn't worried about those things. I've been surrounded by it enough to see like these people are good people. I, I hope one day that I can be like them. I, I think that's so that's really profound. And I, I've heard that statement before. Money doesn't, you know, doesn't change you. It makes you more of what you already were, but I've never really thought about that in that, like connecting that back to this idea of like, am I, am I sort of like emotionally, suspicious of someone who's wealthy or do i actually treat that as a credit towards their character you know especially if they've sustained it for any amount of time right and it comes down to mindset right okay because ultimately people who disdain wealthy people believe that they got there in some other way than they probably did they think they cheated somebody or they won something and that's just a bad thought process it's not rooted in reality And so if we think wrong, we believe wrong. When we believe wrong, we act wrong. When we act wrong, we get wrong, right? And so most people are getting and living in wrong. They are in wrong up to their eyeballs. They're in debt up to their eyeballs. They don't have any savings. They do stuff they don't like with people they don't like for not enough money constantly. And they run that race. And then they complain about the people who have broken out of that instead of learning from them. It's like, no, look at the people who have what you want and then study those people. Right. Because if they can get you to hate them, you'll never become what you hate. And so if they can keep you and who's they right. Like, in my opinion, this is an organized 
thing, right? It's an organized dumbing down of people's ability to be independent of the system, right? And so if, if, if they can keep you broke, they can keep you dependent. If they can keep you dependent, they can keep you controlled, right? And, and I just wasn't about that. I learned that from my dad, right? My dad saw those tactics, right? My, my dad, God bless his heart, right? Like he can't believe what he sees today in our country. He's like, this is what I escaped from 40 years ago, right? Like, why is this here now? But it's, it's a concerted effort. And I'm just not going to fall for that, right? Like, like look, I'm not going to be mad at the people that are supposed to be helping me. <laughs> I'm going to learn from them. That's that. I think that's really well said. And, you know, so much of, of your success seems to have stemmed from, and I've, I've watched the way you speak. I've watched the content that you create on social media. And so much of it is around, you know, leaning into that shift in mindset and those changes in your mindset that have allowed you to unlock higher and higher levels. And I know you've really systematized that. Yeah. And so would you share a little bit more about like the, the framework that you have created? Sure. Yeah, for sure. So the fact is our very best thinking has gotten us where we are. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's, it's perfect. You couldn't have designed it any better, right? Your thinking has created the results you have in your marriage with your kids, with your bank account, the quality of your life, your health, your enjoyment. Those are all a byproduct of how we think, right? And so, so I wrote a book a little while back called Byproduct. Not like buying a product, but byproduct like what you get after you didn't get what you thought you were going to get. A byproduct, the leftover, right? I thought I was going to get this thing, but I got this over here. My life is a byproduct. Our lives are a byproduct, right? And they're byproducts specifically of what we do, right? Our actions create our results. But the story doesn't end there. And that's what frustrates most people about change and growth, right? It's like, hey, I want to lose some weight. So what do I need to do? Well, I probably need to eat less. I probably need to go to the gym. And so they begin to change what they do, which changes the results. The problem is what I found is that our actions are not an island. They're not just randomly occurring. Our actions are actually the byproduct of our beliefs. What we believe, we act on. Let me give you an example. Uh, Tonight... In your sleep, the fire alarms start going off in your house. You wake up and it's hazy. You, you see some smoke and you're like, uh-oh, I got to get out of here. So what are you going to do? You're going to evacuate your house. Well, when you get outside, what you learned was it was just some dust that blew through your vents and it triggered the smoke alarm. There wasn't actually a fire. You were in no danger, but you still left in the middle of the night. Why? Because you believed that there was danger. And so we act on our beliefs, right or wrong. We all know people that believe things that are wrong and act on them anyways. Don't you know them, right? You drive with them in traffic all the time. <laughs> they believe, and, and to them it's true, and then they act on that belief, but it wasn't true, and so then they get something other than what they expected. And so the fact is, if we're going to actually ever permanently change our actions, we must permanently change the beliefs that create the actions first, right? Okay, how many people do you know that have started the diet 17 times? And the reason they started the 18th time is because they didn't stick with it the 17th time. Why? Because they changed what they did, but they didn't change who they were. And so sooner or later, their same old self showed up with the same old thinking that they always had and caused them to act in the same way they always have. We need to change our beliefs. Before we can change our beliefs, we've got to change our thinking. Our thinking is what builds the beliefs. And so a lot of people are always, they're looking for the hack, the change that they can do but you're not going to do it long-term until you change who you are first. And that's tough, right? Because we all want to believe 
that we are amazing, incredible people and deserving of everything in our heart's desire. The fact is, that's not really true. (laughs) Right? But for me, it wasn't true. Listen, Tom, when I was struggling and working four jobs to make what ended up being $37,000 a year, I felt like I deserved better than that. But the truth was I deserved exactly that based on the skill sets, the mindsets, the behaviors, and the network I had built at that point. And that's tough, right? Because we're the problem. The good news is when we're the problem, we're also the solution. When other people are the problem, we become powerless to change because we can't change them. When it's the system, when it's the evil rich people, when it's the government, my education, my parents, my upbringing, my schooling, my sister, my lack of credit, my institutionalized this, we can't change any of that stuff. And so when we walk around blaming it on others, we actually fix ourselves into the box with which we want to escape from so badly. And so when we're willing to be honest and say, I'm the problem and I'm also the solution, then we become very powerful because we can change us. And so that's the journey that I embarked on. And so I sort of identified this framework that was happening all around me, T-bar, thoughts, beliefs, actions, results. If I can change how I'm thinking, eventually I'll change my beliefs. If I change my beliefs, the actions will be a byproduct. I don't even need to think about them. Think about a weightlifter, a professional bodybuilder. Most people are not professional bodybuilders. We could agree on that, right? Yeah. I, I read the other day that you're more likely to be a millionaire in the United States than to have a six-pack of abs. Did you hear that? I read that. It's a true stat. One in 28,000 people has a six-pack, a six right? Okay? Crazy. That, that is so crazy. So I, I want to come back to this, and, and I just put it up on, on the screen, although I misspelled it, so I'm going to fix that. But we're going to come back on thoughts, beliefs, actions, and results. Stick around. We'll be back right after this. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. 
complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So be careful out there. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. I need to pay bills. When is my tax refund coming? I need to pay my taxes. What are my payment options? I need to set up a payment plan. How do I do that? I need answers to my tax questions. Where can I find them? I need help with my taxes. Does the IRS offer free help? I need a tax preparer. How should I choose one? Need answers to your tax questions? Go to irs.gov. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. And we're back. Welcome back to the Legacy Leadership Radio Show with Adrian Chenault and Tom Chenault. We're having an incredible conversation with Ian Pruckner. And we were talking about a, a framework that comes out of his book called Byproduct. You can go check that out at byproductbook.com. But he talked about this framework called T Bar. Thoughts, beliefs, actions, results. And so expand on that a little bit more, if you would, Ian, of how impactful that cycle can become to changing your thoughts and then ultimately what you experience. What's interesting is this is real and true, and it is occurring all the time everywhere around us, whether we're aware of it or not. This is how things occur. Every result you have in your life is byproduct of the actions you took or didn't take, period. Every action you've taken is a result of a belief that you had about that action. And every belief you have is a byproduct of the thoughts that you think often enough and powerfully enough, period. And so this is occurring all the time. And so what happens is most people just don't recognize it. And so they're trying to create change and violating this principle, this pattern. And so that change doesn't occur. You know, one of the things that I love to 
to say is that the biggest gap in the world, the biggest gap in the world, is not the Grand Canyon. It's the, it's the gap between knowing what to do and doing what to do. Yeah. That's the gap, right? Even Paul in the Bible says the things I want to do, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do, I do. Like, what's the problem? That's like, we all know what to do, right? Listening to this right now, you've got two or three things. You're like, I know if I did this, my life would get better. Yet we don't do it. Why? Because our belief systems and our thoughts are not lined up. And since I began to understand this concept, I, I began to leverage it. It's like, okay, if I'm not getting what I want, why? Well, I'm not doing what I should do. Why? Because I have a belief that's stopping me from doing that. Why? Because I don't think about this right. And so what I began to do is study the thinking and the beliefs of the people who have the results I wanted. And I saw these people fundamentally think and believe differently than I do about themselves their self-worth, how money gets made, why people buy things, all sorts of things. And you know what we do today? You know how we're trained to deal with people who don't believe what we believe? You're canceled. You offend me. I don't like you. You're a fill-in-the-blank of some virtue signal thing that we could call other people. That's what people do when they disagree with other people's beliefs. You know what I said? That where they believe and where I believe, that differential is the bridge that I need to cross to get me where I want to go, right? I'm not going to judge them. I'm going to learn from them. I'm going to ask questions. Why do you believe that way? Why is my belief incorrect? I was willing to be wrong and to be teachable and to learn. And you know what? I, I found when I got to that place, the world is your oyster and there's no shortage of amazing people who will tell you exactly what they did and give you feedback on exactly what you should do. If we're just open enough to listen instead of blabbing about how amazing we are and why they should know us, it's, it's really an incredible thing. It is so, uh, it's so true. And it's comical because, and it's half comical because I fall in the damn trap all the time, but it's also comical because you just, how many conversations do you have where you're looking to love on somebody and impart something and they just will not out of pure insecurity or whatever else, they will not shut up about how great they are, even though we both know it's not true. And it's just, you know, you love them in that space, but it's like, it's uncomfortable because it's just like, why are we doing this? And so you get to start by making a different choice right now today to not show up that way anymore and to open yourself up to something different so that maybe you can have something different in your life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a process that I want to leave people with here that I call it the three R's. And so it's like, okay, how do I change my beliefs? Right? Since, since that seems to be the thing that's stopping me, how do I change them? And so step one is you got to recognize, what do you need to recognize? You got to recognize that your current belief isn't serving you. Period, right? Like that's a that's a big start. Like I need to recognize that this is not serving me. Number two is you need to replace it with a belief that does serve you. Well, Ian, where do I get that belief? Borrow it from the people that have what you want. How do they believe in this area? Borrow that belief. So we got to recognize, we got to replace, and then we need to reprogram. It's not it's change happens in an instant, but is worked out over a lifetime. And the working out is the reprogramming. Napoleon Hill. There's two ways to do this. You can auto-suggest, right? Repetition is the mother of all learning. Napoleon Hill called it auto-suggestion. The Bible calls it the renewing of your mind. But it's 
thinking on new things, new ways. The second is emotional anchoring, right? And that is being in a place or a position. Think about your earliest memory, Adrian. What is your earliest memory that like is super vivid? You know what that is? No. <laughs> Mine uh, was taking a bird's nest to show and tell for kindergarten and my friend, Chris Markham, destroying it, <laughs> pulling it apart. And it really upset me, right? It's like, I remember that, but, but a lot of people have like car accident or big fight at home, right? What happens is they emotionally imprint. We're in this peak on the landscape of our lives emotionally. And that memory gets anchored. And I can't remember what I ate for dinner yesterday, but I can remember that day in kindergarten like I was there now. It's subconsciously embedded. And so if we can put ourselves in a position to be in a high emotional state, we can anchor right in there and create change quickly. Okay, we got to get out of here. But stick around because Robbie, uh, because he's got four more minutes. We got Robbie Fender next week. Hopefully, he brings his wife. It will be an unbelievable uh, show, too. But we're out of here. See you all next week. Legacy Leadership Radio Show. Hello, it's Tom Chenault from The Tom Chenault Show. We are experts in home-based business and residual income. We show people how to make money from their home, either part-time or full-time. And in partnership with Genesis Communication Network, we've organized a team to fight back about people not having money, time, or health. And we need your help. What we want you to do is if you've got an interest in building an organization to fight back against people taking our money, taking our time, and taking our health, we want to talk to you. All you need to do is call this number, 855-308-8326. Again, all you want to do is call 855-308-8326. You can make a tremendous amount of money and end up fighting for a great cause. Please call us right now. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 